Welcome to Trimming the Movie Fat, the podcast where we trim movies from franchises that don't belong. And in this special episode, we're giving our first impressions on the latest Batman movie, the imaginatively titled The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Colin Farrell and Paul Dano. Uh, The film is directed by Matt Reeves. So no brother Paul to co-host with me this evening, but fear not, I'm not flying the Batwing solo. I've got some guests joining me in the derelict railway station Batcave. First up, the man who inspired the new Riddler's gimp outfit, Davy Mellon. How are you, Davy? <laughs> <laughs> not bad, not bad. And hopefully joining us later, um, with a really good reason as to why he's late, is a man who is prone to putting on the Bane mask in and outside his home, Alan Trainer, And that actually is a true story. Uh, Alan will sometimes bring the Bane mask to the office and wear it. <laughs> I, I have the photos to prove it. Um, so yeah, we'll hear from Alan later on. Uh, so I should point out to anyone listening that this will be a very spoilerific episode. So if you don't want to have this movie ruined for you, you know, before you've even seen it, listen to this afterwards. Go away, goodbye, enjoy it, come back after. Um, for the rest of you, let's talk. Bye-bye, guys. Oh, sorry, I wasn't supposed no, to. Oh, no, no. Uh, oh. we, we, we could build a very different Batman movie in our head here, couldn't we? <laughs> so, Davey, I suppose before we talk about the new movie, um, let's kind of get our own background to, to Batman and the movies. So, for you, what, what was the first Batman movie you seen at the, the cinema? Certainly not the, certainly not the first one, because that, that was our 15, wasn't it? Um, um, 1989? Yep, the uh, Michael Keaton one, that was our first That vehicle. was the first ever 12A in Britain, I think. It was a 15 on video. I didn't see that, I don't think I've seen any, I'm pretty sure I didn't see any of the other ones, maybe... Um, Not even Batman and Robin? I think I've seen the, the Jim Carrey one, but no. <laughs> the first one I've seen was uh, Batman Begins. Oh, good one to begin, so to speak. Ah, it's all right, yeah. That was your first one. Yeah, for me, it was Batman 89. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, for a long time, that was actually my favourite movie. Um, I just That film just blew my mind. Uh, I think Tim Burton's gothic style, Danny Elfman's score, and there hadn't been a comic book movie uh, like that before. Um, and, and of course, the only kind of incarnation of Batman I had seen on the screen previously was Adam West in the 60s TV show and, and all of a sudden you had this this dark gothic movie. Oh, it was glorious. Loved it. Um, and what is your favourite Batman movie prior to this one, David? 
that's it. Just uh, going back to the 89 Batman, did they have mm. like a Penny sticker book? Yes, it did. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I certainly remember having that and trying to collect the stickers, but... Um, Davey, that movie had everything. <laughs> the marketing. <laughs> I, think, I think everything was marketed in that film. <laughs> so I, I was reading about 10 then, so probably just too young to go and see it in the cinema, but certainly mm-hmm. had the, the, some of what the memorabilia. <laughs> yeah, cause I, I remember with the, the rating for that, they brought the 12 in because it was going to get a 15 in the cinemas, and... I think um, there was pressure on the, because it was Batman, I think the cinema classification and all that. So this is where they brought the 12 in to be like the PG-13 in America. But on video, they had a different rating system, so they still hadn't brought in the 12 at that stage. So when it came out on video, it, it was a 15 initially. So, yeah. That's uh, you still yeah. had to be 12 to go to the cinema, yeah? But with an adult. Yes. Well, I'm not sure. Where you can go, you can do mm. it at 12. Yeah. Uh, that's right. So when the 12 was brought in, it was a pure, yeah, you had to be 12 and over to see it. Yeah. Then I think subsequently they brought in the 12A where you could go and see it, uh, whatever age you were, as long as you were with an adult. So basically it's a glorified PG. Um, and yeah, your favourite Batman movie prior to this one? Uh, I would say it's got to be The Dark Knight. Dark Knight, yeah. I love all the, the the Dark Knight trilogy. I love those movies, especially Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. And uh, Christopher Nolan's one of my favourite directors. Um, but yeah, those two, those first two movies in the Dark Knight trilogy are just sensational for me. Okay, so that's our background to where we are when it comes to Batman on film. Uh, so the first proper question, and uh, we need to answer this as a yes or no. Did you go batty for this movie, Davey? Yes, I did. Um, I managed to get a ticket for the the preview screening the 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 night before it came out. I think yeah. it was the midnight coming out at midnight, but they had a nice. seven o'clock show in IMAX, and yeah, it was uh, full of Batman geeks there. <laughs> nice, that sounds good. Um, yeah, I will also say yes. Uh, although I will try and trump you. Davey, did you actually have Batman at the cinema? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, Davey, yesterday Batman was at the Odeon. And I'm sure it was... Watching the film or there as a promotional tool? Uh, how dare you? Uh, Davey, I'm sure it was the real Batman and he was just there to keep the security tight. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, there, there was a Batman there, uh, and it was actually quite nice. There was a, a mum coming out of a screening of something with two of her children, and one of them was a young girl. And of course, at that age, it's Batman. Batman! Hello, Batman! Why are you here? <laughs> uh, and I think, uh, I think, uh, I couldn't really hear the answer, but I'm guessing it was going to be something like, to bring vengeance. <laughs> but it could be something else, I don't know. Uh, so w- was your screening uh, busy, presumably, with it being the first couple of showings? Yeah, it was um, pretty much full, uh, not many not many seats left that I could see. Mm. Well, um, yeah, uh, well, I'll <laughs> we've already discussed this, but the listeners haven't heard that I had a bit of a mishap 
yesterday because uh, I was taking my oldest son Luke to see it and Luke is just a couple of months shy of being 15 but we booked the tickets thinking there wouldn't be any issues getting into the the movie but of course there was because uh, there were ID and anybody who looked around about the 15 age and of course Luke never had his phone or ID on him anyway and uh, even with the manager coming over there was there was no getting in Davey they weren't letting us in so, he's not quite got he's not quite got your hairline yet. No, he's not got that hairline yet. So <laughs> give him a couple of years and it will be no bother whatsoever. Well, it's funny when they asked me, "Have you got ID?" I went, "Well, I went, well, I do, yeah." <laughs> but um, so I had to then. Uh, poor Luke never got to see it, so I went back last night and got to see it, which was great. And yeah, it was it was busy enough. Uh, I don't tend to find the cinema overly busy on a Sunday night at the best of times. But the film was a 15. Do you feel that was justified, David? Um, like I said, I really need to go and see it again because it's uh, the first one you just try to get to know it. Um, mm-hmm. But it seemed quite a lot of threat in it and some of the... seemed quite a lot of like sort of like um, saw-type traps and things like that mm-hmm. that you used on the... Yeah, the, the people that were getting killed. So I, I would say so probably. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, mean, I think in terms of uh, language or anything, I don't think there was anything too extreme no, there. And it, no, no. Uh, and I think yeah, Batman dished out a few pummelings, but maybe no worse than maybe something you'd see in this Christopher Nolan trilogy. But yeah, I think I think the big thing, as you say, was the Riddler stuff, wasn't it? Um, or even like just, the guys on the subway, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I think even the Riddler's first on screen appearance, like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like Saw or Seven or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. It's, uh, I know, I think in America, it, it got a PG 13. Um, it wasn't Jim Carrey, was it? <laughs> well, it certainly wasn't, that's for sure, no. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough one, that. It probably was justified, though. So we all enjoyed the movie. I know Alan enjoyed it as well. Hopefully he'll be here soon to, to explain that himself. So we all enjoyed it. So, Davey, for you, what, what were the five specific things you enjoyed most about it? When I first heard that uh, Robert Pattinson was playing Batman, I was kind of like, really? <laughs> can can I too. imagine him in the part? Uh, yeah. Even like seeing stills of it before before the movie, I was like, hmm, not sure about this. But as soon as he put the bat suit and came out, he totally encapsulated the role. I was like, ah, look, this is an inspired, inspired mm. uh, casting. He's, he's, he's done it really well. Agreed. He the suit brilliantly. Um, really, really dark, really dark performance rather than your George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Same for laughs. It yep. was, uh, so that was uh, one of my favourite parts in it. Yeah. And I was not aware that John Turturro was in the movie. So when yes. when he appeared, um, no, he he's he's brilliant in pretty much everything he plays. It. <laughs> um, so I really enjoyed seeing him. Um, what else? Uh, the wee towards the end with the. Joker making a, a wee appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, I Spoiler! Wasn't that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, 
And it was really, I had to actually Google it to find out who actually played that because I've yeah, I have no here. idea who the actor was and I still have no idea who the actor is. So. I, I was, I, I don't know if you were like me initially, I thought, is it the Joker or is it Two-Face? Hmm. Um, I know it is, uh, it's definitely the Joker, yeah. uh, but no, just initially yeah. I thought, uh, oh, is it Two-Face or the Joker? I like that. I liked the uh, Catwoman. I thought that was, yes. part, was played really well and the way it fit into the movie and also the, the fight scenes that she had in it. I thought she was a, a great addition to the movie. Yeah. Um, and the reveal of the Batmobile. Yes. The new Batmobile. Uh, <laughs> yes. enjoyed that. And the sound of the Batmobile Batmobile and IMAX went straight through you. It was great. Your whole body shuddered when it came on. Oh, so, yes, you got to see it in IMAX, of course. Nice. Oh, that's tremendous. Sure it was. And lastly, uh, also, um, I would say Colin Farrell was excellent. Unre- truly unrecognisable, but superb. Yeah. He's totally made up for Bullseye. In Daredevil. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you would just never know that is Colin Farrell unless you were told. I think the the makeup, voice, everything, you would just not notice him, would you? Take it easy, sweetheart. <laughs> Take it easy, sweetheart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, I think the, the five kind of highlights for me were uh, Paul Dano's Riddler. Um, as you say, it's, it's a great cast, and they're all uniformly excellent. However, I think I need to single out uh, Paul Dano, because what a performance. Scary, creepy, an A-grade wacko. Um, he's like the Zodiac Killer or John Doe from, from Seven, uh, and surely the guy will get some acting Nods come awards season for this. Surely he's, he's excellent. I thought he was. Uh, Any time he was on the screen, brilliant. I think the cinematography uh, by Greg Fraser, who's a, an Australian. Uh, now I know the guy's he's talented because he's done the likes of Star Wars, Rogue One, The Mandalorian, and Dune. Uh, the film looks sensational. Um, they obviously went for something which was a film noir, but the shadows, the blacks, and the reds just really beautiful, and, and it gave us a real feel for Gotham City. Um, I mean, what, what did you think about Gotham City in this movie? Yeah, no, uh, the way that they filmed it, uh, like I say, it was dark subject matter, and the way they, the cinematography mm-hmm. was really dark, but it wasn't like um, that sort of sort of post-class episode of uh, Game of Thrones that <laughs> your thing you had to like change the contrast on your telly to think that you was getting killed my uh, TV's broke <laughs> <laughs> this is filmed perfectly the cinematography was outstanding it was no, again come award season it would not the only thing that, the only thing that kind of put me off um, I don't know Certain bits were uh, filmed in Marco, and it was like trying to work out which bits, and then it wasn't until the end when I recognised one bit, and it was completely unbelievable because um, the Duke of Wellington never had a traffic cone on his head. 
Yeah, good spot. <laughs> but no, it's a sensational looking movie though. It really, really is uh, all the way through. Um, and something else which enhances it is the the score by Michael uh, Giannisio. Yeah. And the Batman movies already have a fine set of scores from the likes of Danny Elfman and Hans Zimmer. And and I'm a big fan of uh, Michael Giannisio. Uh, I think he's one of the best film composers of the last 15 years. Uh, and he writes, for me, a great score with wonderful cues for the likes of The Riddler, Batman and Catwoman. And I think it says it all that I think we all had the Batman main theme implanted in our heads already. And that was purely from the trailers. <laughs> boom, think, um, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I, I kind of think that sounded a little bit like a slowed down or scaled back version of like the Imperial March to me. It is. I kept wanting to go off on that and say, I just like, do this for the Imperial March. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the first couple of notes, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, it's a, I, I thought it was a great score. Uh, and it's actually nice to have what is a comic book movie which has um, musical motifs for the different characters. Hmm. Which, which was nice and all quite distinctive and I really, really hope to bring this out on vinyl <clears throat> and something a really cool looking cover but I've not seen anything yet so I'll just have to make do with the with the digital version until then but yeah, I, I thought that was great. Now, one of, uh, and this is my fourth example of why this film is great, uh, uh, in the first 20 minutes or so where we obviously get the Riddler at the beginning doing his first murder, then, <clears throat> then we cut to the streets of Gotham and we get criminals doing <clears throat> various things like spray painting, looking for somebody to assault, that, uh, robbing a store, <clears throat> that kind of thing. And then they all see the bat signal in the sky mm. and you've got Batman's voiceover and he talks about, you know, he wants to scare them, that he might be in the shadows, in the dark. And it showed you the criminals looking into the dark, thinking, is he there? Is he there? And I thought that was so good. <coughs> because it really conveyed what Batman's all about, that he could be there. He probably won't be, but he could be. And that's frightening enough for these guys to hightail it out of there. Especially when he makes his uh, eventual appearance in the subway station and just oh, yeah. they hear the sound of the footsteps. <coughs> yeah, it's like the gunslinger, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just the way he lays down the, the gang leader. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, again, how great, great everything looked and sounded in that scene in the subway. Absolutely outstanding. Um, and my last thing i probably highlight is obviously just the writing and directing of Matt Reeves. Um, as someone who loved his Planet of the Apes movies, I was really excited when Reeves got the Batman job uh, and he's not let me down. He's made a Batman movie um, like we've not seen before. He's given us the film where Batman is in it almost all of the time, which is unusual, uh, where Batman is shown being the world's greatest detective and he's got Batman narrating uh, large parts of the movie. So just like we'd see 
his inner monologue in a comic book. So, um, yeah, so it looks glorious, sounds glorious, acting's great. It's got an interesting story that keeps us glued for the three-hour runtime. I say to Matt Reeves, bravo. <clears throat> so, let us move on to maybe the two things that most disappointed us or were just plain didn't like from the movie. So, is there any two particular things that you didn't like, Davey? Probably, like, for the first two hours I was gripping, it was just went on at a, a great pace. Once the bit from the trailer came in where they find Paul Dano in the, in the restaurant, kind of sort of slowed down a bit for me there. It sort of like kind of took a dip and I was like, I was still good, but I, I, I don't think I was, the ending was as big as I wanted it to be. Um, yeah, it was just like getting flooded and these random people dressed as the, the Riddler. I thought that was a bit, a bit of a letdown there, but it wasn't, that's kind of what stopped it from like, been as good as the Christopher Nolan ones. I think it just mm-hmm. uh, kind of ran out of steam for a wee bit. Yeah, I think the as good as that the the actual ending of the film was, where you've got Catwoman and Batman obviously riding yeah. off in different directions, and the symbolism of all that, you were just expecting that little final whoa, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Even if they'd put the, the Riddler-Joker bit at the end. Yep. And the, the, I'd say the second thing I was disappointed with um, was the, the, the post-credit scene, or lack thereof. Because <laughs> I think uh, you're not, you don't expect these really in um, Batman movies, although they did start doing them in the uh, Batman-Superman ones, mm. just trying to keep up with the Marvel ones, but... Well, sitting about like the whole audience because obviously it was a pre-screening so they're all Batman geeks and um, wanted to um, see the post-credits you know it just turned out to be like a computer screen with a question mark saying goodbye <laughs> it's like I just waited six minutes for that oh so there actually was one I didn't think there was I left <laughs> no no there was there was I but, but don't worry about it it's nothing <laughs> it's a complete nothing <laughs> I think everyone was just more like laughing at it, like ah, ha, 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 we've been duped. Yeah, the Riddler riddled you. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad I didn't stay for that. Um, yeah, for, for two things for me uh, were the lack of humour. There, uh, there are no laughs in this film. Uh, there's None. a couple. Ah, well, two, refresh my memory. I, I, <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but there was definitely a couple. Right. No, it's nothing like uh, any no. other Batman movie. It's it's not it's it's not Batman and Robin. That's for sure. Um, well, with that film, it's an intentional laugh from the awfulness. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, the, even the Godfather, which we just seen on re-release recently, Davey, it's got some laughs in it. Uh, this yeah. <laughs> this is very much a detective noir action drama, um, and uh, the. the there's no humour to be found here. Uh, and I think maybe, which is something you've already alluded to, which is maybe the lack of a true standout action scene. Because um, mm. if I think back to the previous Batman movie, I can name, for example, the parade scene 
in Batman 89 or in The Dark Knight, you've got the Joker heist at the beginning, you've got the Harvey Dent prison transfer, um, yeah. where you get the Batpod appearing. So there, in this movie, there's some very, very cool fights in it, uh, especially the fight in the rafters of Gotham Square Gardens and obviously the, the, the new Batmobile chase with the Penguin. But it would have been nice to have had something that I think they could they could have truly hung their hat on and said, yeah, yeah check this out. I don't think it's it maybe had that. Would you agree? Yeah, because they didn't even even like they didn't have something like that to showcase in uh, like in the trailer. There was nothing, no standout moment like you know, with the the the, the, the lorry going up, mm-hmm. um, getting up from the uh, the dark night. And that, that was in the trailer, like, oh, I cannot wait to see this. Whereas, like, it wasn't really a thing. I didn't really think the trailer was up to much, to be fair. So that was yeah. another reason why I was so surprised that it turned out to be so good. Mm. I mean, I think the... Uh, I actually, I mean, the, the, there's lots... I think because Patterson's uh, younger and is not as bulked up as some of the other actors who have played... Batman, uh, I think, and I think with the Bat costume he's got, he's obviously much more uh, flexible and agile, and I think that came across in the fighting scenes, which were really cool. And I think the one in Gotham Square Gardens where they were up in the rafters, and you know the people were jumping around, and, and that was all really, really cool. Uh, I did like that, I have to say. Um, I liked that the like the Bat suit was um, bulletproof as well. I enjoyed yes. That. He got shot a lot in this film, didn't he? He <laughs> did. <laughs> Which is probably a more realistic take, isn't it? If you've got all these but people, you're going to get I shot reckon, a lot. I reckon, uh, obviously, because it's got the bulletproofness, uh, it's, when he's wearing the back suit, he looks a lot larger than he is. So mm-hmm. you can kind of see why people wouldn't uh, realise Bruce Wayne's Batman, because when he's yep. not wearing the suit, he's kind of like... Although he's gone, uh, but he's certainly not... Um, the muscle-bound ones that we've seen before, but as soon as the bat suit goes on, it's like a different character. Yeah, I like the in the suit how the bat orang was in the suit. You know, the, the bat yeah. symbol, and he could take that out. But I think it was a cool bit where he used it to cut the police tape to go into the apartment. Yeah. So that was uh, that was good. What, what what do you think of the plot overall, Davy? With um, obviously the the protagonist is is the Riddler and. Uh, what was it? Uh, re- was it regeneration? What was it called? The the kind of project that the Waynes had started. Uh, Renewable was it? Renewable. It was something like that, wasn't something it? Something like that. Aye. Yeah. Um, what did you think of that overall plot? Yeah, all the all the different like used to being the Riddler being like a jokey type character. Like causing high jinks, and <laughs> this one he came across as like a terrorist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think Batman was awfully quick to solve every single riddle, like Nebula. <laughs> like, ah, I put a lot of thought into these riddles, Batman. <laughs> I didn't expect you to get them. Like, oh, aye, it's that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that that was kind of a bit of a, a unbelievable to me. Like, he just knows the answers to every single riddle, and then when they the guy comes up and he says, "Oh, that's a carpet pusher in our thing." Oh, I'll just use, I'll just lift up the carpet. Yeah, 
um, what did you think about, I know and it looks like Alan's not able to join us now because technical issues, but I know one of the issues Alan had with the movie, he, he, he loved it, he, he, he thought it was great, uh, but one of the issues he had with it was the, the runtime. So it's a three hour movie and he felt it could have lost 40 minutes and it would have been the better for it. What did you think? Because for me personally, uh, yeah, uh, it's three hours. It, it felt like a two-hour movie to me, so it wasn't an issue uh, for me personally. What about you? Yeah, like I said, it, it went really quickly to start with, but it sort of like ground to a halt when um, Bruce Wayne visits uh, Gollum in hospital, or Alfred, should I say. <laughs> and they're having that wee heart to heart just like from that bit it, it sort of kind of like slowed down yeah um so i reckon i reckon they could have probably chopped some stuff out there and um, maybe taken one riddler death away like we don't need uh what's his name trevor from eastenders really <laughs> <laughs> and the the well, I'm thinking of the run time, because we, it just so happens, I think we've got a, a run of four movies that are three hours plus. That we, we obviously together went to see The Godfather reissue last weekend. Yep. Obviously seen The Batman, we've now got The Godfather 2 this week, and then the week after, Godfather 3. Jeez. Yeah, so... Well, Godfather One, that's an example of how a three hour movie should be because that was just like flew in. Yeah, never really did. Um, but I'm sure if, if, probably if I go and see if I go and see it again, I'll probably be a lot faster because you're you know, yeah, expect now. and you don't know, yeah, exactly. Uh, we talked a little bit about it earlier, um, that obviously the Riddler does get captured, he's put in Arkham, and at the end of the movie, he starts talking to the I was going to say prisoner, but, but a patient, <laughs> the patient in the cell next to him. And we, we know that turns out to be the, the Joker. Are we ready for yet another iteration of the Joker? I am. <laughs> Definitely, 100%. Um, I think that, that's what everyone imagines uh, Batman and movies to be. They're always best with the Joker in it. Mm. Like you've got Jack, Nichols, Jack Nicholson. Um, Heath Ledger, uh, you've got all the iconic actors playing them, Joaquin Phoenix, even, the, even getting that good a value that they're getting Oscars for it. Um, so... You missed out Jared Leto, uh, Davey. Oh, now that, that is... <laughs> he was in two, was he not? Was he in Suicide Squad and, what was it, Justice League or... In the... The Supreme Cup? Yeah. yeah. How, that was uh, that's how to ruin a character. Yeah, <laughs> I did not like him at all. Except maybe in the Justice League when he got put in there, it was probably a bit better than that than certainly Suicide Squad. Yeah, that was it's... a complete misstep. As yeah. were this well, this Suicide Squad was brilliant, but Suicide Squad was guff. It was. And I wasn't big fans of uh, Ben Affleck. Pretty much any Batman movie with Ben Affleck hasn't really been great. <laughs> so I was quite glad that he didn't uh, keep up the direction and starring duties in this. Do you know what would have been fabulous? Uh, because 
it's obviously got a different actor is going to be playing the Joker. It would have been great if it was Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Um, because, and I say that because this version of Gotham ties in very nicely with the the one from the Joker movie, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it does. So that, that, that would have been fantastic, but hey-ho. Um, so where would you like to see the series go next? So obviously a big hint that the Joker will be in the next one, but where would you like to see the next movie go? Hmm, yeah, so... I, 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 don't, I don't read the, the comics and that, so I don't know all the, all, all the, all the bad guys that are in there, but uh, certainly maybe like Two-Face um, would be good. Um, but again, for me, it would just be revisiting characters they've had before, so I don't know what uh, new characters that I haven't seen that have been in the comic books that I'm sure diehard fans would want to see, but um, yeah. Would, would you like to see Robin? Time. Robin... Well, we had, we got Robin a wee bit, didn't we? And um, the Chris Nolan ones were, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Oh, who plays Gordon uh, Levitt? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, which, which was good, but um, I think they would have to, have to be very wary after uh, is it Jan de Bont, <laughs> what he done to the the Batman franchise. So they would certainly need to. Joel Schumacher. Uh, Joel Schumacher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know where. You've heard, I don't, don't know how they would fit a, a Robin suit into this one. <laughs> no, I think, I think especially Robert Pattinson's being younger as well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, it'd be, it'd be interesting. Uh, that, that's what's quite nice sometimes when you don't have an idea yourself about where it might go and you just look forward to somebody else having to come up with that. the great ideas. You can, you can just go along and enjoy it. So that's, that's that's what I loved about the the Chris Nolan ones. Like I, I had no idea who Bane was um, until that movie, and it's only like reading things uh, before I was like, "Oh, Bane! Bane's the only person that broke Batman's back." Went, "Oh, this would be good," mm. and they did it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I thought that was quite. So, would this movie get into your top three Batman films of all time based on that initial? One viewing daily. It's up there, but not top three. Top five, maybe. Top five, oh. yeah. Top five, definitely. What, what would be a top three? Top three would be um, original Batman, uh, 89, uh, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Yeah, for me, it'd be Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and... Maybe Batman eighty nine, um, but has this Batman has it got potential to get in there? Absolutely, with repeated viewing, uh, it's definitely got potential. And I'm actually looking forward to. I, I, I'm sure I read that uh, Warner's has Warner Bros has a ninety day theatrical exclusive on this. So once the ninety days is up. I think they'll put that on HBO Max in the US and it'll obviously be out to rent or buy uh, everywhere else. So yeah, look forward to hopefully being able to own that and watch it at home for the next one. Or I might just go back and see it at the cinema again, which I probably will do. Yep, no, Maybe try and see it looking again this time. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, 
Thank for your time this evening, Davey. And hopefully you can all. catch up with uh, Al off- offline and uh, maybe get him yeah. interested in. Uh, if I can be bothered, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks for your time, Damien. Thanks to you all for listening. Uh, want to discuss the Batman with us? Head over to the Trimming the Movie Fat Facebook group page and look out for the next pod dropping next week, and that's dedicated to the, the Bourne franchise. And you're, of course, in that one as well, David. Ah, excellent. Yes, uh, two appearances in quick succession. And you still haven't been paid. Nope. <laughs> I've got a t-shirt once. <laughs> well, there you go. That's 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 good enough. Uh, and next month, it's the turn of the Home Alone series. So until next time, on this same bat channel, keep trimming. <laughs>